What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. First, I uh, want to thank you for uh, for making your way to the series right here. If you're not a subscriber, we got lots of good reasons to do so. To become a subscriber, uh, brand new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three interviews a week so you can keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover new ones, know what's happening in the music world. Of course, we're available at all the major podcast hotspots like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you like to get your podcasts from. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today I'm going to be talking with Bardo Martinez of Chicano Batman. They have uh, released an album this year called Invisible People, and while we'll be getting into that, we're really going to be talking about a lot of bigger topics. Um, Being a Latino during the Black Lives Matter movement how these protests and conversations are different this time around uh, than they've been in the past, Uh, challenging racial identifiers and heritage, 
Of course, immigration is going to be a part of it. Geographical privilege. Uh, he and I are both very big fans and, and readers of the author Daniel Quinn, especially his first and, uh, and probably most famous book, Ishmael, and further on with other publications like The Story of B and My Ishmael, Beyond Civilization, After Dachau. So we're going to be talking a, a lot about that and, and how popular music, um, most popular music, traces back to black music. So all that to say, it's a very important conversation that's happening and a very fun conversation, uh, all things considered on what the subject matter is. This was also originally debuted on uh, Consequence of Sound's uh, Instagram Live. So if you want to see the video version of this, you can head back over to, uh, to Consequence of Sound's Instagram. You can also find it on YouTube as well, as there are a couple times in the interview that we reference uh, actually seeing something. So let's jump into it. Uh, the brand new record is called Invisible People. It's Kyle Meredith with Bardo Martinez of Chicano Batman. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to have you on. Like I said, uh, Chicano Batman, you guys have got a great new record with Invisible People that's out. Um, and I know it it hits on some stuff that happens to be going on. I don't know if you'd say it's specifically about the things that we are experiencing in the world right now. And, and I want to get into that here in just a little bit. But as I read your backstory, the one thing I do see is a history of protests. Uh, you know, coming from you all, being part of protests. And I think I read that a little bit in your bio. Uh, no stranger to movements anyway and taking to the streets. I got to ask, you know, coming from your point of view, especially where you are in the country, do these feel different than they may have in the past for you? Yeah, I feel like it's a lot bigger now. I feel like, um, you know, I was listening to some hip hop music, some new hip hop stuff. And, and some some people are just calling it like the end of days, you know, just kind of like looking at it like a, like an apocalypse type of thing. And, uh, you know, I, I just I just see the truth in some of that in relation to, you know, basically everything, everybody's affected. You know, you can't really hide anymore, you know? So it's like, you know, basically we have the world in a, in a phone, right? You just open up your phone, you go wherever, and you're kind of connected to like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. And uh, therefore you, you're just exposed to way much like all this information way quicker so you can't escape what's happening and i feel like it's really profound right now i think the black lives matter movement it questions the hierarchy of race in this country that's always been there you know it's like a boiling pot that that's that, that that's had the little bit for you know for you know since the civil rights era since the civil rights era was born you know the state really and the powers that be have only you know worked that much harder to diminish it to get rid of it but it hasn't died because like you know the truth is the truth you know people are oppressed and people are going to rise up against their oppression you know just like you know just like heat rises from a pot it's just bound to bound to happen and and it's interesting that it happened you know in a, in a world pandemic you know this is happening and it makes sense because when people are oppressed the most when the state has the most authority people are going to say no, this is not, you know, there's, there's more issues involved. There's things that are affecting us adverse, more adversely than, you know, it's unequal. It's all, you know, all the things that are being said. There's so many different perspectives out there and so many are valid. You even said at some point, um, or, or one of your band members, I should say, uh, you know, Latin musicians and fans supporting black people in many, in meaningful, tangible ways which is also, you know, sort of an interesting thing because, uh, you know, I, I'm absolutely not taking anything away from Black Lives Matter and, and the movement right here. But I also see that as more than just black people, that, that it is, uh, you know, people of color and minorities and everything else. But it sounds like you all specifically said, no, 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 no. We're pushing the conversation straight 
in that direction. Do I have that right? You know, just because we're we're a band called Chicano Batman, that doesn't mean that we're a band, you know, composed of Chicanos or Latinos, you know? That's just the band name. And and I think uh, that was always kind of the point. Like, yeah, like somebody could see me and, you know, they'll perceive me as like, yo, this guy's a Latino, you know, or, you know, this guy's, you know, whatever, whatever. But that was the point. Like, yo, it's like, it's it was kind of like, it, it is like a social experiment, you know? Because, you know, we're, we're just dudes who are playing music, you know, plain and simple. And I think for me, it's about challenging those those terms, right? Uh, where, does, where does the term Latino come from? Why am I a Latino? You know, why is, quote, unquote, this person white? Why is this, quote, unquote, person, whatever whatever the term is, you know? And uh, I don't know. And I think it's time to challenge those terms, really. And it's time to put them under a microscope. And really, at the end of the day, these terms are really old, you know? <laughs> They're terms that date back to the colonial era, colonial era you know? Uh, and before that, I mean... At the end of the day, uh, how could I put it? Everybody's human. You know, we're all human. And I think that's what people want. They just want to be recognized as humans and, you know, recognized for the, for the character, right? Not necessarily for uh, whatever they look like. Well, the, the, there's the lyric in, in the title track with Invisible People with the concept of race was implanted in, inside your brain. That hit home was something I'd been thinking a lot about anyway, because a bit of what you're saying, I think, is what you're saying here. You know, when I consider the way people talk about heritage like if i were to trace my family you'd find scottish heritage or whatever i was like yeah but what about their grandparents and their grandparents before there was a scotland before you know that's the part that always does come back around to me that you know calling anyone latino calling anyone of scottish heritage i it feels like we are also ignoring a few millennia that happened right before that uh, as well where it does all come back around um yeah I i think that's a great that's a great point i mean the truth is that you know I mean, we all know that Americans, you know, American culture is very ahistorical, you know, I mean, um, you know, living in a capitalist society, you know, it's all about whatever's new, correct? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and therefore, you know, it's very easy. I don't know, it's just, it's, it's not, how could I put it? It's not happenstance that nobody really knows their heritage, you know? Like at a certain point in our history, you know, all that history got cut off, but I got erased, right. you know? Um, and, and that makes sense because it, it benefits certain powerful groups um, it also benefits, it, it's, a, it's a, a dialectic, right? You know, when Germans started migrating into this country, let's say, um, at, in the uh, 1700s, just, give, just putting, uh, creating a, a historical lens for the sake of discussion, you know, they had to get rid of their Germanness. you know? Uh, there's history of, of German people being hung and, and, you know, lynchings of German people in America. Like that's that's a fact, and and, and that that could be that could be traced to any certain immigrant. You know, I, I don't even I don't even like using the word immigrant because you know everybody migrated to this country at Absolutely. a certain point in time. Absolutely. Uh, so so yeah, Germans, Italians, Eastern Europeans. You know, all these folk, all these people who you know were basically looking for a better life endured a lot of discrimination, a lot of violence, and and you know they had to kind of like work their way into into you know getting this term white. You know, and, and this has happened for all kinds of people. You know, it's Latinos are doing the same thing, uh, have, have been doing the same thing. You know, people in the suburbs out here working, you know, working really hard. I, I know that, you know, I'm, I'm very connected to that reality because, you know, my family, you know, they work really hard to get the things that they, they have. And, you know, a lot of people are not really trying to challenge the, the status quo and the way things are, you know, or the terms that exist because it, it's, it's, it's a mutual, you don't want to offend the power structure because that's not in your best interest as a, a working class person who's trying to come up in the world. Just, you know, that, that's why we're, there's no Spanish songs on this last record. It's like, you know, we have to, 
we have to come up in the world. You know, we, we have to work. It's a dialectic. It's, it's, it's not a simple equation. Uh, it involves millions of people. It, you know, it's, it's uh, anyways, I'm straying for the purpose from the, from the, from, from, I guess the points that we were just touching on, but, but yeah, it's, it's very interesting, right? Right. I mean, you, you, I think you are hitting on a lot of this stuff that I, I wanted to talk about in there too. You, you took the question oh, cool. further and I appreciate that because cool. even that does, I mean, do I have this right? You know, when I listen to Manuel's story, that, that song, I mean, there may not be any Spanish songs on here, but that doesn't mean there isn't Spanish heritage or, or whatever. I mean, that's right. Can you talk about that song? Because that's a song that we are hearing about in many different ways, especially when you look at the current American administration and, and the president's stance on immigration and, and, and everything else. I mean, that's what you get a little bit of with this song, correct? The drug war, right? Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, totally. Um, that's interesting. And I'm glad you asked that question because my uncle is, is Colombian. He's from Cartagena, uh, which is in the Caribbean which is, uh, you know, and, and I'm not going to, I also, I'm always want to, I'm trying to keep in the conversation about heritage because that's what we're talking about. So, and, and, you know, my uncle is, you know, my mom is, uh, you know, they're from the Caribbean. The Caribbean was a place where uh, in the colonial era, Cartagena, the city of Cartagena was a principal slave port for over, you know, centuries, right? Since the colonial period, since the 1500s, um, the Spanish galleon, you know, brought over, you know, millions of slaves. So the Caribbean is a very diverse place, just like somewhere like Salvador da Bahia in Brazil, just like uh, the Dominican Republic, anywhere that basically existed within the triangular trade, right? Between basically the 13 colonies, Africa and South America. Um, that was the capitalist system at the time. Anyways, so, so, so my family has that heritage, you know, that very mixed heritage. Obviously there's a lot of native people in South America uh, the Caribbean, you know, all the, the, the Africans from West Africa that were brought, um, all the Europeans that, you know, I, I always, it's a funny thing where I tell my daughter, you know, when we go on the Pirates of the Caribbean, when we go on that ride in Disneyland, I was like, yo, those are your, those are your ancestors everywhere. Those are, you know, we come from those people. And it's, to be honest, it's true. Yeah, I did my genetic test the other day and, uh, you know, a few, uh, last year. And it was like a mix of, you know, I never knew I was like English, like 5% English or Portuguese, Spanish. I thought I would have more Spanish industry, but I don't. And I have a lot of native uh, or basically native to the Americas, a lot of, you know, and, and like 20% from, from Africa. So, so that's where my family's from, you know. And anyways, my uncle, you know, fast forward <laughs> a few hundred years. Anyways, I, I, I say all those things to kind of like talk about heritage and, and always kind of push for like, the fact that it's always always more diverse than we think you know it's always more complicated you know our genetics kind of tell the story of, of the world and and any anyways uh going back to manuel's story my uncle came was forced basically he fled colombia to panama because of some drug biz that my uncle that his brother got into and so the the cartel or whatever went towards the closest source because my my other uncle took off so it was just a story that he was telling me as we were just hanging out um on an island uh, across the shore from uh, Panama, uh, near Colón, Panama. And uh, it's, just, it's just so fantastic. I mean, I feel like, you know, when you fast forward those hundred years, the population still looks like, like, looks like that. You know, you see very, you know, dark people with very, you know, African features and very, you know, native features or very, you know, you see light-skinned people. It's just a plethora of basically a, a, a plethora of, of, uh, of people, you know, of, of mm -hmm. diversity within the context of a political situation, you know, that of course is tied to, to American politics and American hegemony throughout the world, right? I mean, it, it's tough. Like most of my family doesn't, it can't come to the States. Like they don't have the, 
you know, Cartagena is a very poor place, you know, but it's, it's, it's tourism is like the biggest industry there. And, uh, you know, it's just like the rest, it's just like the colonial history that had, that, that was planted in the Americas continues. Like <laughs> people, you know, it's, it's almost like, uh, I don't know, it, it's connected in, in, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's a lot to, it's a lot to process sure. or to explain. But anyways, you got you got a little bit of, of that. You know, this that that's all things that I thought when I was young were going to be solved. You know, I, I you know I came up in the '80s and '90s, and maybe after school specials weren't the same thing at that point. But but we were talking <laughs> about this in the same way that we were talking about Earth Day and everything else. You know, and 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 to be first in 2016 for what happened there and it becoming the conversation again about walls and whatnot. I think that's been the 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 stupidest thing to me is that this is an issue at all that you know the invisible line that divides two countries is, is suddenly also an invisible line that can tell you you know if you're going to be able to live another day or, or something like that on the humanistic right. side of things I mean that's it's bizarre it's unfortunate it's fucked up sure. you know yeah yeah and I feel like yeah totally man I mean that's that's the reality it's like you know depending on where you're born, you have no, you know, you, you don't have any choice, right? You're going to be born, you're going to be the person you are, you know? And because of X, Y, and Z, you're going to be treated a certain way. You know, your whole life is going to be, you know, attached to whether you grew up in Saudi Arabia or whether you Iraq or West Africa or, you know, you know, East LA or, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's just, uh, and, and I feel like a lot of the problems that we're having just really is really connected to the vested interests that we have and, and, and like all of us have in, in the privilege that the privileges that we've all attained or that we we're born with. So, you know, and, and it's 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 complex. I really feel like, you know, I think Toni Morrison said, you know, you know, the concept of, 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 of white supremacy um, is, is rooted in like a really profound neurosis. And um, and, I, and I think that's true. And I think it, not only does it have to do it, it doesn't just apply to, you know, quote unquote, white people. It applies to all of us. Because all of us basically are born into a very complicated system that it's like you know that that's that's you know uh, thousands of years in the making, but I I have a lot of hope in humanity because you know we've been around for three million years as opposed to just ten thousand years you know and and in in the majority of that time humans lived along with you know just lived naturally just like just like every other animal lives you know and uh, you know it's uh, something that I learned reading a book called Ishmael. By I know Ishmael. I've read that yeah, so many cool. times. Wait, it's behind nice. me. Yeah, it's all so down here. <laughs> That's amazing. And yeah. so you, I, I know I kind of feel that you kind of have that perspective because you 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 said it in a very kind of like almost poetic way that may, maybe a lot of people don't understand or really get that you know that that it's really just perception. You know, right. all these all these things are just you know perceived and constructed, right? And uh, and uh, all of us are just kind of enacting a a story, you know, as Daniel Quinn puts it, right? But you know. Like I said, like you know, you know, humans have been enacting. We're enacting another story, you know, before the agricultural revolution, and they continue to do so around the world. But unfortunately, we live in a system, you know, full of people that are, you know, whether they know it or not, are are hunting those people down, you know, are destroying the rainforests, are everything we all know. The takers, the, the taker story. Yeah, yeah. So I, think- I really, I really think that all this, you know, everything that's happening right now, from coronavirus to the Black Lives Matters movement is has everything to do with with the taker story because it, it it's all it all has to do with history and you know and the re, you know how we came to be this way you know 
how we came to be yeah. this way. Yeah. That's amazing. You don't find a lot of people who have read that. And I am going to pull it out here just for reference for anybody who's uh, interested in this. Daniel Quinn, who passed away, I believe, last year, uh, right. wrote a, an amazing series of books. And what you know we're talking about here is Ishmael, followed by the story of B and my Ishmael, Beyond Civilization, and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, I do encourage anyone who's interested in what, uh, what I was just saying there to pick that up because that's a book that changed my life as well. No, don't. Totally. Collect everything. So with everything you said, that, that sort of makes sense then why, you know, like this Invisible People, the new Chicano Batman record, it's not an angry record. It could have been an angry record, but this isn't that. And, and it seems like maybe that was a decision that you, you could have made. Was that ever actually part of the conversation? I, I think, you know, to be honest, like I, I wrote a lot of the, like most of the lyrics for, for all the songs. And um, how can I put it? This, I'll also say that this record, just to include my brothers in the conversation, like, you know, it was our most, our most like uh, collaborative record. Um, but yeah, I, I wrote the lyrics and, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'll tell you that, you know, I was trying to be like edgy and I was trying to be like, how could I put it? Like songs like Manuel's story, songs like uh, polymetronomic harmony. And I don't know, I was trying to have an edge, you know, and just like, but you know, I'm not really an angry person. You know, <laughs> and I and I think within like my music is very I, I think my whatever I write usually is very like introspective and uh, you know how could I put it you know it's it's like like songs like like the way for example or uh, color my life they're very kind of kind of Chicano Batmany songs or it's like you know hey it's the it's that guy in the tree just hanging out you know <laughs> and honestly that's that's kind of my vibe you know it's mm -hmm. like. I'm trying to enjoy life, you know, and I do enjoy life. And, uh, you know, my mom came from Cartagena, Colombia, and she's like, she's such a bright, like, soul and spirit. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to have really been brought up by her, you know. I, uh, you know, how could I put it? I can't help but to have, like, a beautiful day, you know. And, and I know, you know, not everybody feels that way or that's not everybody's reality, but that's, that's my reality, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think it's also, as a musician... As an artist, that's part of my aesthetic, you know, that I've infused within Chicano Batman, I feel. And that's also joy. Uh, and this is something that I've been hearing within the Black Lives Matter movement, right? You know, it's like, you know, Black people have suffered a lot in this country. But, you know, the, the, the joy that Black people have is really indomitable. It's really indomitable. You can't destroy that, you know, no matter how hard you try because, you know, it's, 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 it's such a spiritual thing that, that's, that's really... You know, it's it's holding on to like the essence of nature that every human has inside of us, you know, and I really do feel that all of us have inside of us and that, you know, it's not really, it's not just because you're black or whatever, it's, we all have it. I just, you know, the truth is though, and I'll say this truthfully as like a student of history and, um, you know, as a, you know, I, I, I'm kind of like an ethnomusicologist as well. I listen to a lot of music and, you know, I got my master's in Latin American studies and I did my thesis on, uh, on Colombian music. I don't know. I've listened to a lot of music and, you know, you know, I love black music. And it, it, like, it's, it's always the same feeling, whether it's like in Latin America or whether it's uh, in France, you know, like mm -hmm. it's uh, the rhythm is so contagious. The rhythm is beautiful. And I really feel and this is something that I've talked to with my you know, friends, you know, uh, my brother, Sonny, rest in peace. Ethiopian brother, he would always say, like, also my brother, Ronnie D would say, you know, the, the music has a message like the music is literally as a DNA. It's a blueprint. Of, of, of a message of a, of a way of life of movement and uh movement is 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 is, is what 
keeps everything going. So, so it, we're all connected to that. Yeah. It's not just that American music doesn't exist without black music. It's that basically no music exists without black music. So, yeah. uh, and, and not to, you know, I, when I said it was not an angry record, that's not to take away that you are saying very important things and some very heavy things throughout the record, as we talked about with a few of the songs, if you mentioned a few of the other ones too. Right. I do think in the title track, you get a fuck the system line in there. So let's, yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't want to paint that as it like it's just a happy record. Right, uh, right, 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 yeah, right. I really appreciate what is happening on this record. I appreciate the fun that I have just listening to it if I just want to have fun with it too. Uh, I mean, that's right. what you want out of a, any great record. I mean, you get you get that with Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. He's saying a lot of stuff, but you can put it on and have fun. You know, it's that's, that's right. Parts. Yeah, man. I, I really feel that, you know, music, music kind of embodies that all these things we're talking about, but it's not exclusive. That's the thing. It's not saying you, nobody, you know, every, it's not saying you can't dig into it. You know, just like the Black Matters movement is saying you can't dig into it if you're not this or that. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's open to everybody. And, and, and like, I, I really feel that, you know, like the spirit is, is in everyone, you know, and uh, it's just a matter of like, you know, and it's work that we all have to do, you know, whether it's, you know, just being like macho and like, you know, <laughs> you know you know we all deal with problems man like we're you know learning every day you know and i think it's just uh trying to open your mind you know it, it, it all comes back to that you know it's like so many people have said that right you know mm-hmm. i think i think of john lennon i think of uh you know all the greats say that open your mind so that's really at the root of it i think just got to get there in the meantime, yeah. you guys have done a fantastic record once again with Invisible People. I send all the Thanks compliments so your way. Uh, Bardo Martinez, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me on this today uh, and, and yeah, talking brother. about uh, all of this right here. Again, uh, everybody watching the new Chicano Batman record, uh, Invisible People is out. Uh, do check it out. And thank you so much for watching this one. Bardo, it's been a pleasure. Same here. Yeah. Take care, brother. My thanks, Bardo Martinez. Chicano Batman, again, the brand new album is called Invisible People. Thanks to you as well for checking out this episode. Before you get out of here, if you're not a subscriber, uh, I hope you enjoyed what you heard enough to hit that subscribe button. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like to get your podcasts from. Again, we'll bring you a brand new interview every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, they've got your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.